Test one, test one, two. Okay. It's 5.02 a.m. I have not slept. Should be no surprise. <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, uh, both of my parents are still awake. Or at least my mother is. Uh, if you hear faint uh, gabber, Perhaps she has the television on and the volume is quite high. These walls are quite thin. My father is probably still awake as well. Sorting out paperwork and documents and rearranging them, moving them, getting rid of them. <sighs> Surprisingly enough, I still have the energy to even withstand... Um, such an ungodly hour of no rest. I worked on a song tonight. <clears throat> I don't know what to call it yet. Maybe I would like to title it, It's Your Night. However, the file name itself is, uh... It's your night, V2. Unmixed draft. Because there is a song called It's Your Night that I already worked on. However, with that one, um, I probably won't do anything with it. So whatever uh, the song that I just worked on tonight, whatever it will be called, it will more likely so be called It's Your Night. I'm not quite sure how long this recording is going to be. Perhaps it will be another long one. I don't plan to go on for, you know, 40 minutes, much like the last one. However, seeing as, of course, I am still awake, <clears throat> and I haven't slept... And it's usually at this hour where I feel I'm at my most introspective. You know, I figured I could do another one of these, I suppose. <clears throat> Excuse me. The first thought that came into my mind was my friend Ashley. For whatever reason, that was the first person to come in mind. I also feel as though I could speak candidly about this thing that happened that involves her. This was, I believe, a year ago. So, uh, you know, and the dust has settled. You know, it's water under the bridge now. We don't talk about it. It is what it is, you know. Fleeting feelings and all that sort of stuff. So, um, <clears throat> Ashley and I, um, our friendship is, is, is relatively close, I suppose. There was a time where, uh, she and I would hang out very late at night, up until maybe two or three in the morning. Just drive around in her car. 
listening to music and and uh, singing to our heart's content. She doesn't like it when I hear her sing, quite frankly. I think she has a very good singing voice, but I can understand why she would feel insecure about it to each his own. Um, we, we, we've known each other uh, since high school. However, we weren't close in high school. However, uh, in 2019, somewhere around there, that was when our friendship uh, began to grow. There was a time, I believe, in the summer of that year where she would come by. Um, because at that time, she was uh, going to beauty school, see? And there were days where she didn't go. And so she would come and hide at my place. And we would just watch anime and she would take a nap there and, you know, it'd be a very cool vibe. She introduced me to this great anime and, and manga series, Chobits. It's fantastic. It's a fantastic story. Um, we watched a, a vast majority of episodes together, and I ended up watching maybe the last few on my own. Um, but quite a great series. I do greatly appreciate her for uh, introducing me to, to that series. Um, but yes, our friendship started growing around 2019, specifically the summer. And it wasn't until the year after, 2020, or vast majority of those months, she and I would hang out a lot more often. And we had these uh, old friends from that time, which I won't name. Or at least I won't name one of them for that. He holds no relevance in my life anymore. And I will not lie... I still, <clears throat> I still bear a bit of a, a grudge against him for, uh, for something, which I won't get into, I'm, I'm, you know, but anyways, you know, as our friendship grew and grew, of course, you know, I started getting feelings for her, which is not the best idea <laughs> if, if you are, uh, uh, best friends and, and really close with someone. But I don't know, we just gelled. And and the vibe was very nice. We, the, the nights we drove out around the island and, and listened to songs and, you know, vent to each other about, you know, life and everything in between. Yeah, I I think my my closeness to her inevitably grew into unrequited feelings, which leads me into this one story, which leads me into this this whole thing, uh, which can tie in as to why I even bring her up in the first place. Um, but as I've said, um, you know, me and Ashley's relationship. Uh, has not hindered. It's still quite as strong as ever. We are still very close, and it, it, you know that 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 the this whole thing is is water under the bridge now. But I will share it because thinking back at it now, it was my first and only experience with with a drug that I never thought I would ever partake. 
So sometime in, in March, I believe, March 2021, 20, which was a year ago, uh, me and uh, a few buddies went out late at night, cruising around, having a boys' night, and, uh, you know, I got to partake in shrooms. I never took shrooms before. However, I've always been curious as to how it would affect my uh, creative drive, so I said, well, what the hell, the night is young, we're not going to live forever. So I partook. He had his share, I had as well. <laughs> funny, funny enough, um, I don't know whose idea it was, but one of us had this uh, idea of stripping down into our, our, into our, into our underpants, and, because we were at the beach, right, we were at the beach, and we were supposed to uh, catch a meteor shower. Spoiler alert, there was no meteor shower. There there was one, but not, you know, in, in the location of which we were in. It was probably on the other side. Um, but yes, uh, I believe it was I believe it was my friend. He made the conscious decision to strip uh, down to our undergarments and, you know, as the shrooms take into effect. And we were listening to music. We had, uh, it was four, four of us, four, four, four guys. Um... Me and my buddy, we would take shrooms, and the other two, they would converse about whatever it is they had in mind. Um, we had drinks, we had food, we had Taco Bell. We had a lot of food. I, of course, also had my cigarettes, um, which I didn't take until, you know, I was coming down from my high. But in the middle of this high, I we were listening to music, as I've said, and... I requested uh, for him to play Star Treatment by Arctic Monkeys, which is uh, which Star Treatment, of course, is the first track off their uh, their album Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, uh, which is my f one of my favorite albums. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I'm high. <laughs> it was a full moon. Right above us is not a cloud in sight. It was it was pure, pure darkness, and and you can hear the waves crashing. The moon, full moon, was just shining right above me, and it looked way, 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 way more brighter than I had ever uh, envisioned it. Perhaps it was the shrooms that made me believe that I was on the moon. Because in the song, Star Treatment, it's, oh, it's this beautiful track. And overall, a, a fantastic album. It's really great. Um, space. Pop. Lounge pop. Oh, my goodness. It's fantastic. Fantastic record. Yeah, but Star Treatment. I was uh, singing along to the lyrics. You know. And I kept staring at the moon while doing so, and I envisioned myself as a lounge singer singing in this fictitious casino, the aforementioned Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, and uh, I'm performing in front of all these uh, pompous, well-dressed, well-mannered individuals, movie stars of their time, and oh, I was blown away. 
I ultimately wrote an album uh, based on my shroom trip. Uh, it's called uh, The Magic Hour. Uh, I believe that song, that, not song, excuse me, the, the album has uh, was to have seven or eight songs. I scrapped the album after I, uh, I came back home um, <clears throat> the morning after because I was writing, 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 writing. And I was really inspired, like all these ideas came at me all at once. I was staring at the ocean, I was staring at the moon, I was, I was digging my hands deep within the coarse sand, and I was just rubbing myself. <laughs> not, not in that way. <laughs> not, not in that way, but, but, but in a more, uh, like, wow, my shoulders feel so... S Feels so stiff, yet my skin feels so smooth, smoother than a baby's bottom. Wow, <laughs> that's what I meant. If I was really that daring, I would have touched myself on that beach. But however, <laughs> I don't think it would look right. Um, but anyways, uh, bringing up Ashley, my my dear best friend, um, as I was coming down from the shrooms, you know, and I was uh, tweaking as. Uh, as it's referred to as, you know, when you're spazzing out and it seems like you're having a seizure, but really that's just the after effects of coming down from your high from psychedelics. I, um, I got a text from Ash. And I, I don't know if I, if I would consider that as perfect timing, I suppose, but, like, I, I, I felt like I needed something, um, to remind me that I'm, uh, that I'm that I'm here, and by that I mean like, am, am I here? In reality, the things I've been envisioning in in, in this shroom trip was it all real? Was it all uh, a mere illusion? So God bless Ashley for texting me, because I don't know how how I would be able to deal with with that uh with coming down. So while uh, so when Ash texted me, I don't know what prompted me to do this, but I suppose you know it's it, it was it was you know like I said going you know, I needed confirmation that like I'm here. I'm 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 alive. I'm okay. I'm coming down. I'm feeling a little bit better now. And so I I I, I texted her asking if we could call for a little bit because I I needed to hear uh, her voice just for reassurance, and, uh, this was around, I believe, uh, one thirty-two in the morning, give or take, and so I move away from my friends and go a little bit farther, I would say near where we parked, uh, the car, then I call her, oh, gee whiz, <sighs> I, uh, I dropped the biggest bombshell. Essentially, I, I blurted out my feelings for, for Ash and, and how um, I've been keeping it bottled up inside. And I know for a definite fact, nothing will ever happen. Yada, 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 sappy, sappy, sap, cheese, 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 mm, gouda. <laughs> but, um... As I was coming down, uh, I, you know, once I was uh, feeling a little bit better, I walked back to my uh, 
my group of friends, and uh, we sat around and ate the rest of our Taco Bell, and watched maybe the first half of uh, Apocalypse Now. Excuse me. <clears throat> and uh, in the middle of that, I get a text from Ash. This long, novel-esque paragraph of how I shouldn't feel sorry for how I feel or how I shouldn't feel bad. Um, you know. Long story short, she turned me down, which is completely understandable. She's already spoken for. I, I honestly, clearly do not have any place uh, to share any feelings with her. Or, at least, you know, of the romantic kind, at least. You know, she knows... That our relationship is close already. We're quite close. And, and you know, and of course it was very foolish of me to even reveal such a, a thing. Because I knew that she was spoken for and, you know, and it, it wouldn't look right. So, uh, but I'm quite thankful for her for, um, for, uh for keeping it light and for uh, not being weirded out <laughs> by me you know which which says a lot because i've i've lost friends i've i've had friendships end usually because of me and it was that moment alone you know like i felt like it was a make or break thing like oh god i don't i don't want to lose another friend you know oh the sun well, not the sun, but the sky is turning blue from outside my window. Goodness, wow. That's fantastic, ain't it? Huh. What time is it? It's 5.20. I don't know, I felt like sharing that story. I wouldn't consider this uh, to be a cautionary tale. More so, I believe uh, this could be, you know, just a bit of a fun thing that I could share. Um... You know, is what it is now. So, plus, um, nowadays she and I don't really hang out uh, as much anymore. She, you know, of course, you know, with time, you know, we have our own things to do, and she's off doing uh, her work. Last I recall, she uh, got an apprenticeship at a tattoo parlor, which is fantastic. Um, and I can only assume that her relationship with her man is 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 quite a lot better than it was before so i'm very thankful for for her and i'm and i'm and i'm happy for her excuse me uh and i'm also thankful for her yes cuz one she's someone that that i could consider uh, to be my a1 no i have two a1 best friends her and another friend named uh Caitlin kit as uh as she refers to be nicknamed now, I love them both. They're my best friends. I love them to the moon and back. Um, but where Ashley came in around, you know, a later part of our lives, I feel, I feel like Kate, you know, Kit, <clears throat> excuse me, has been a part of my life for a good, good few years. Even throughout high school, we've we've always had each other's backs. You know, she's been through hell. I've I've been through hell as well. You know, it's it's one of those 
friendships in high school were was, you know, we both are losing friends left and right. At this point, it seems like you're the only one I can trust. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. But after high school, after she left, and after uh, me leaving high school, I, in I inevitably moved out of my parents' place for a while and, and lived with her and, uh, for the summer. As well as, as living with a few friends. Essentially, I was living back and forth, house to house, you know, because I didn't want to stay in my parents' place. It seemed very lonely. She and I have been through so much together. Um, and I feel like we know so much about each other to the point where essentially we trust each other with our lives, you know? These days, she's off in in a different state now. She has a, a child, which to this day is, is still surprising. I mean, my God, it seems like yesterday she and I were were just cruising in the car you know, getting into mischief. And now she's a parent. And I'm a godfather to her to her daughter. This beautiful little girl. <sighs> I don't know. Where did the time go? Well, I'll tell you where the time went, actually. That was more of a rhetorical question. Uh, but I can tell you where the time went. The time, you know... It went into a mental box that will cease to close for as long as I keep the memories open and I continuously reminisce on the good days. Now, as the dawn is approaching, sunlight will soon begin to fill the sky. Uh, you may hear uh, cars, trucks, motorcycles whizzing by, and I do apologize, but of course that cannot be helped. I had a friend <clears throat> in my youth, my elementary school days. He was a military kid, you know. Really cool kid. His name is Hayato. And Hayato and I were, we were close, extremely close. We were, we were, we were the bestest of friends. He, he, to me at the time, and dare I say to this day, he's someone that I consider to be, you know, my very first best friend. Now, Hayato, him and his family are very nice people, you know, his father, you know, this, this I for, forgive me if, if you know, I, I, his branch escapes me, but, you know, as I mentioned, Hayato was a military kid, so I believe he was in, either in the Navy or the Marines or something like that, but, uh, yeah, you know, his mother is very sweet, you know, she always, uh, made sure him and I were okay, we had snacks, we were fed, you know, we were taken care of, especially when we were playing video games in the game room, or we were upstairs in, in Hayato's room, and we were reading uh, manga. In fact, ah, oh, goodness, it just dawned on me, the Hayato's the reason why I'm a huge fan of Speed Racer. 
Which, come to think of it, is a tad ironic that I'm a fan of Speed Racer, though I, I don't drive. <laughs> and, I have, and I have a lot of reasons as to why I don't drive, but that's for an entirely different conversation altogether. Um, but yes, Hayato got me into to Speed Racer, uh, even when, you know, the live-action movie uh, that came out, you know, wasn't really well-received, I don't think, but... Well, I got mixed reviews, I th you know, but, you know... When you're when you're kids and you're fans of Speed Racer, of course you're gonna enjoy it. You're gonna find some enjoyment of it. But uh, yeah, man, Hayato and I we would always hang out, you know, on the weekends or or what. You know, I would always be at his house at Halsey Terrace, and we would, uh, you know, we would either play video games or or play with his action figures and or you know the Super Sentai or Kamen Rider figures and. You know, I was always envious about, like, how much manga and these these Japanese toys that he has, because, you know, he's Japanese, right? His mother's Japanese. Um, and we would always, I remember this, too. Ah, oh, man, you know, we would have, we would do this thing. Uh, we, we called it uh, the Grand Prix, the Halsey Terrace Grand Prix, <laughs> and we would take our scooters, and we would race down this hill, yeah, we would take turns being, uh, either being Speed Racer and Racer X, some races I would be Speed, you know, and he would be Racer X and vice versa, it was so fun, wow, I also remember this one day where my brother came by and visited Hayato with me, you know, I, I figured, you know, he could tag along, and, and we did the exact same Grand Prix. Um, but of course, you know, me being the, the super fanboy of Speed Racer that I am, I wanted to be Speed, Hayato voluntarily was Racer X, and Jess, my brother, he had to, um, we had to bring back a character from, from the, from the, from the anime, so he was Skullduggery. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't quite happy about that, because um, Skullduggery, I believe, was only in like a few episodes, maybe like uh, maybe the first two or three episodes. <laughs> but um, and I remember we raced down the hill, the same hill where Hayato and I would race on, and well, suffice to say, just ate shit. <laughs> he scraped. He scraped his knee, and. Uh, you know, but you know he wasn't badly wounded. You know he wasn't like on the verge of tears or anything. He was just like more so. You know, like those childhood scars. You know that you get. You know the scrapes from the road when you when you fall from your scooter. Um, but um, yeah, we rode back to Hayato's place and his dad was was patching Jess up. I think he's he scratched up his knee, and he, <laughs> I remember he was teasing Jess, asking him, "Did you cry?" Did you did you shed any tears? Oh come on, you can tell me. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, those were the days. I don't want to sound old, you know. I don't want to sound like um, I'm a I'm a boomer or anything like that. Cause like I'm only 23, but I feel like I'm quite much much more older for my age, you know. It, I feel like the sky back then was a lot more bluer. The grass was a lot more greener. You know what I mean? I feel like it's that childhood innocence and whimsy that really brought brought in this 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 
fantastical image of bright vibrance and and just giving you this sense of 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 uh of jubilation that everything is okay you know well, it's looking back in 2008, you know, like there was a, there was a, there's, this, I believe it was a, a stock market crash or there was a deficit going on. Uh, but of course, you know, we didn't know that. We were little stupid kids. Hayato also has a sister, Hinano. Um, I remember this one time at school, it was during recess. Hayato and I, we were in the third grade. We were in the third grade, yes. Either that or it was the fourth grade. Because we were still hanging out. We weren't in the same class in fourth grade as we were in third, but, you know, we were still close. Maybe it was one of those grades. So we were in the, the field, as kids are, you know, playing, gallivanting, running around, and, you know, having having a, a, a gay old time. <laughs> I sound old, sorry. Um, and his sister and her friend came up to me and Hayato, and she was asking me for a favor. I believe she was a grade or two, uh, I think, I believe she was either in fifth or, or sixth grade. I want to say she was in fifth, and I'm not quite sure. It escapes me, sorry. Um, but she, uh. Essentially, what she asked me uh, for this favor was to pretend to be her boyfriend to make her ex jealous. <laughs> now, mind you, we were children, so all of us were children, right? So, you know, I, I, I still had this mentality that, like, you know, girls had cooties, and you know, just even having even one lick of affection, you know, automatically that makes you prone to sickness. <laughs> and unfortunately, I turned her down. You know, which is ironic because, you know, I don't, you know, Hayato doesn't know this and he, he didn't know this uh, back then as well. You know, I had a crush on, on Hinano, so, you know, you know, it's sad, you know, when, um, when you're friends with a military kid and the time comes that they have to move away. Saying goodbye is never easy. Should go without saying, you know? Saying goodbye is never easy. I remember watching this uh, mini documentary on YouTube about this, this one woman. Similar story as to me and Hayato, actually. Um, except hers has a much more happy ending. And uh, what I mean by that is, in this documentary, it's about this woman, uh, this white woman, you know, she was, she was a military kid, I believe, and her family was stationed in Japan. And uh, she and her family, they would uh, volunteer in this, I believe it was a... Uh, Maybe it was a closed circuit television program. I, I'm not quite. Oh, oh man, it escapes me. But I'll, I'll have to watch it again just to really re um, refresh my memory. And she made friends with this one Japanese girl, with her classmate, who she found was very lonely. 
and needed a friend and she was being bullied and, and, and whatnot and so they became very close they became close friends and then one day you know when the time came that she, that her family had to be stationed elsewhere I believe back to the states um, they still kept in contact they became pen pals they wrote each other letters until one day the letters stopped coming and they never spoke again. Now when I say she had a, a, a happy ending, what I mean by that is years go by, you know, decades go by, you know, they're both adults. She, She's on this journey to track her old friend down. And of course, you know, a bit of a spoiler alert, you know, she, uh, she does happen to find her. And her friend, uh, I believe, has a family now. You know, they hang out, they go to an arcade, they have dinner, and, you know, it's like old times where they're close, and, you know, they, they keep this closeness, you know, like time hasn't passed, right? And I thought it was incredibly touching. Now, when I say that her story, that in the woman in the documentary, uh, when I say her story is is in, on par with mine, to an extent, I, that you know, she she made this friend out out of this lonely, quiet person who needed a friend, essentially had nobody, and and you know they became super close, and when they moved away. You know, when, when they had to grow apart, they, they, they still kept in touch until one day, you know, it, it, it didn't it didn't happen anymore. Yet, years later, they reconnected and their friendship is as stronger as ever. I still sometimes think about Hayato. I still sometimes think about him and his family. How they're doing, what they're doing now. Last I uh, I heard was um I believe he's he's back in Japan now. I believe his father's is, is I don't know if he's still stationed there, if he was stationed back, or or he retired. I don't know what the whole situation is, but um you know when you scour on the internet and you and you try to find your old friends and old contacts, like, you know, like, I, I, I've, I've seen a picture of him, how he is now, and I don't know if it is him, so I, I, I dug up some old yearbooks from elementary, and I, um, you know, and, and I, I look back at the photo in the, in the, in the yearbook, and I look at, at his, his picture, and it, it baffles me that, like, I don't think that's him, but it could be, so maybe I'm I'm psyching myself up into thinking that like maybe this could be him like if I reach out to him will he still remember me I don't know I don't know I'm weird man like I uh I don't know but I won't lie and say that I don't miss him because I do He was my best friend, you know? 
I mean, compared to the other best friends I have, um, old and new, I still keep in touch and, and maintain some level of communication with them, you know, and they're doing fantastic. Like they're doing well, you know, they have jobs they're, they, albeit they're, they're away from where they once were, but you know, we still keep in touch. However, Hayato is the only one that I, I haven't, I haven't spoken to. I have this, I want to say bucket list, because I'm still a young boy with hopes and dreams that still haven't died, <laughs> but I have, I have, uh, I have this, I have, I have a, a list of goals. One of them is to uh, travel to Japan, meet up with Hayato, meet up with Hinano, and meet up, you know, with, with the family, and, and, and reconnect, and you know, see if there's there's still some friendly magic. Perhaps that's wishful thinking. Because God knows what he what he'd be doing now. Only God knows. I don't know. I've had I've had friends come and go. I've had relationships, interpersonal relationships, not romantic relationships. Fuck fuck romance. Like dating relationships, all that noise like that means nothing to me. It's all it's all noise and 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 all that other icky stuff that I don't I don't care to get into anymore, but my interpersonal relationships, my friendly relationships, you know, close bonds that I've developed and uh, enjoyed and relished and celebrated those years ago. You know, it's one of those things that, that, that make me reflect on my life. Which is a weird thing to say because, as I've said, I'm still young. You know, I got I got many, 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 many years of years ahead. You know, goals and and all that other hoopla. But a part of me wishes that um, time travel was uh, was a real possibility and a and a concept. That was f properly formulated to where it could become uh, a reality. So I can go back in time and and witness the joyful days of my youth. Because I gotta say, I don't think I've ever had many uh, joyous childhood memories aside from the friends I've made all those years ago.
You know, I was always considered the quote-unquote gay friend in high school. Because in my circle, at least the last uh, two school years of high school, junior and senior year, my friend's circle was predominantly female. Which is fine, you know? Which is which is cool, you know? It's not like I, you know, I, I never got along with any of my guy friends or anything. I just felt a lot more comfortable associating myself with women because, you know, they could talk about things that guys don't talk about and they could, they, you know, they're a lot more... I don't know, they're a lot more fun to talk to, I suppose. I don't consider myself to be a very social person, that should go without saying. But, regardless of, of my, you know, my friend groups at the time and now and, you know, regardless of gender, male or female, like, I, even when I enjoyed my time and their company, you know, just being around them and, 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 and enjoying the conversations and the adventures that we would have. I still would feel alienated. And perhaps I touched upon this in the previous uh, Candid Speak, but, um, which, by the way, side note, uh, Candid Speak, I suppose, uh, is the name of this uh, vent sesh thing. I don't know. I didn't really give it a proper name. It was just like an on-the-whim type of thing. Like, I didn't really know what I wanted the, the first quote-unquote episode to be, but I guess, you know, that's what it's called. So, you know, Candid Speak with Joshua Murata. Wow. Um, but yeah, I believe I touched upon that feeling of alienation, feeling of, uh, you know, FOMO. Oh, man, you know what? Come to think of it, back in those days, you know, I, I had a I had a severe case of FOMO. Nowadays, of course, like, I don't honestly give a damn if I'm part of this or that. Or I don't care anymore. Like, if I'm involved in some way and I'm needed and, and you know, I'm wanted, then hey, by all means, you know, you know just throw me a bone. I'll gladly participate. I'll gladly partake in, in, in your activities as a group, and, you know, even if, if even if I, if I say, like, maybe one or two word sentences, and yeah, it's, like, totally fine, but back then, oh, gee whiz, man, like, I, uh, I, I was just, I wouldn't say desperate, but, um, I would say more so just, you know, I just had this fear of missing out. FOMO. That's, you know, what it's called. That's what it stands for. But again, you know, I don't really feel that way anymore. You know, it is what it is. As the sky becomes brighter, I begin to reflect more and more. Each passing hour, I'm still awake. <clears throat> And that's a-okay.
Uh, I don't know. I I just I have befriended so many people. Wonderful people, amazing people, adventurous people. Oh, goodness. I've experienced things that I never once dared to try. You know, I've, I've never once imagined myself partaking in such wild, crazy nights of, of adventure and party and music and drugs and... Oh, an overabundance of alcohol and drugs, my goodness. Uh, the fact that I'm even still alive is, is, quite, is quite of a miracle within itself, right? But I am thankful. This will be the last time I'm going to reference Hayato, but I, I just want to say that if he is out there somewhere, which I'm for sure is, is in Japan, he's back in Japan, I hope that he's doing well. I hope his sister and his parents are doing well. I hope he's, you know, he, he he's killing it in whatever he's doing now. I hope he found a, a nice girl to to be with and to I don't know, watch Hollow Live with. <laughs> I don't know if he's in the VTubers. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing now, but you know, I miss him. I miss my best friend, man. And I hope, I, I, I hope he's, uh, he hasn't forgotten about me. If he has, then that's okay. You know. The internet exists. Plus, I'm a musician. Perhaps he, he could maybe, by chance, stumble upon one of my songs and and say, Oh, shit. I remember him. We used to ride scooters down a hill together and watch Speed Racer in an empty theater because nobody really liked that movie except us because we were stupid kids. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Well, that about wraps it up here, I suppose. Um, I, I had no uh, proper uh, plan for this. I, I, I had no idea where I wanted to go with this. However, um, I do want to keep this going. And quite honestly, I don't really care if people listen to this or not. I, 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 I do this for my own enjoyment for that. And such an event ever happens where I inevitably get hurt or I uh, succumb to death... You know, I, I at least have my uh, thoughts uh, out in the ether, out in the open for for people to, to listen. Maybe enjoy, but more so probably, you know, mock and say, Haha, what a fucking loser. What a dipshit dweeb. <laughs> That's how I see myself. Uh, is that self-deprecating? I'm sure people are gonna take that as self-deprecating. Quite frankly, I don't give a fuck about myself. I just, I, I just, I do these things uh, for the sake of my own, uh, my own enjoyment. No, I wouldn't say enjoyment, but uh, more so just for archival purposes, right? 
because we all need to leave a mark on this on this godforsaken journey we call life you know and me being the the fucking weirdo that I am I'm constantly branching out to different mediums and different art forms you know I got music I got poetry I got film I got graphic design you know hey fucking slap spoken word onto the fucking list slap podcast onto the list I don't know just <laughs> that's my life that's 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 who I am Also, I don't really ever speak about my, my personal life a lot outside of uh, my music. I suppose that's why I, I chose to call this, this program uh, Candid Speak, because, you know, it, you, especially you know, when I record in the late night, or the early mornings, rather, like, uh, that's where like, I'm, I'm at my most introspective and vulnerable. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to end it here. Um... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Bye-bye.